clap. Three, two, one. What up, guys, and welcome to The Degenerate Take with Des and Matt. Today we're talking about popular conspiracy theories in the United States. I think uh, one of Desmond's favorites is the moon landing and how he thinks it was fake. You want to comment on that? I don't think so. You don't think it was fake? That's not what you told me. That's not even close to what I told you. What I told you was that we absolutely landed on the moon, but we also absolutely filmed a moon landing in a recording studio. So do you think the one that everybody has seen is the one in the recording studio or the actual landing? It's probably... There's probably a mixture of both. But when did we land on the moon? It was in 69, I believe. 69. Yep. So the thing is, is that when you send all this video equipment up to space, I don't exactly imagine that you're going to get press-worthy photos or video. Why not? And also, well, I mean, it's... You don't think sixty nine like cameras aren't that great, and now we were sending them to space. They don't work that well on Earth, so putting on the moon, they're not going to do any better up there. Plus, I imagine that we can't see certain things about it. What do you What do you mean? We can't see certain aspects of that mission because it is a classified. It's a classified NASA space mission. But NASA releases everything to the public. Yeah, but or so they say. So they say, but I would. Back in 1969, they probably didn't want the Russians figuring out all their footage. Like, if they just release everything and the Russians might be able to be like, oh, they kind of do it like this. We can kind of do it like this, right? They don't necessarily want to put that out there. So I absolutely believe that there is also a recording of a fake moon landing also happening for press purposes. You don't think that would have gone late? How many people would have known about that? Well, I think the whole point that we didn't land on the moon comes from video footage right that we're looking at it and we're saying like well this couldn't have happened some people are saying this not everybody but to me it make it just makes so much more sense where you would go and land on the moon and then based off of what they tell you it's like and based off the real video you get why don't you film a fake one something that looks a little bit better to the press something people can put on newspapers if you don't necessarily have that quality of footage so do you think that is why like i'm on space.com right now you know top 10 apollo moon landings hoax dash theories dot html (laughs) yeah right so one of the big like statements in the conspiracy theory was the fluttering flag because there's no wind on the moon and in the recording the flag was acting as if there was wind there so do you think that was a result wind on the moon there's no wind on the moon. There's sure no oxygen. That? Yeah, there's no wind on the moon. It's a vacuum. It has an atmosphere, though. I don't think so. It does, because it if it didn't have an atmosphere... Right? I don't believe it has an atmosphere. an atmosphere. Because if it has an atmosphere, something can move. Just as the discovery of water on the moon, blah, 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 recent studies confirm that our moon does indeed have an atmosphere consisting of some unusual gases. Look at that. It's wind, but yeah. it's weird wind. Yeah, it's get weird. get out of here, conspiracy theorists. It's weird sodium and potassium gases. Wow, that's look interesting. You. Don't you look stupid? For <laughs> <laughs> Don't I? Right? What about the glow in the dark astronauts? What Come on it? now. What about well, it? according to space.com, if the astronauts had left the safety of the Van Allen belt, the radiation would have killed them. According to the science, the Van Allen belts are created by Earth's magnetic field. And protect the planet from dangerous solar radiation. The belts collect this radiation and traps it in a layer surrounding the Earth. 
But unless, also, can we acknowledge that I can't pronounce my ths? Yeah, how, how bad is that? We, I think it's we already so that. bad, dude. Oh my god, I can't say thirty three or like. You want me to read? Or yeah, <laughs> get oh, get out of here, you uneducated. Uneducated. Go ahead. So the Van Allen belt would have killed the astronauts. Basically, it looks like the science is saying it's not much more serious than getting a chest X-ray. So that's just a dumb claim. Plus, what, I'm sure what? they have. What? What's the next claim? Yeah, okay. That they would have died because of radiation, that's stupid. Okay. Is there radiation on the moon? Is that what they were claiming? Well, they're claiming that the radiation from the sun would have killed the astronauts if they would have passed through the Van Allen belts. But the but unless you deliberately cause your spaceship to hover within this layer for many hours or days the radiation exposure is well below dangerous levels. Okay, so it would have been like the equivalent of getting an Apo- X-ray. Yeah, the Apollo okay. astronauts passed through the belts in less than four hours total for the entire trip. Nice. So Speed. So it's not... Well, that's a dumb claim. Okay. Like what, what's the next one? The shadow knows. <laughs> the multiple angle shadows in the moon photos prove there were more than one source of light, like a large studio lamp. Well, they could have had lamps with them, right? I mean, yeah, you bring flashlights, I'm sure. And also photographs, also put out of flash. Yeah, of course. The astronauts were taking their photos on a hilly, brightly lit landscape while the sun was close to the horizon. Imagine taking a photograph of someone on a rolling, uneven field of snow during a full, low-hanging moon. The contours of the ground would produce shadows of many different lengths. It also makes sense, because it's also reflecting off of the Earth the sun's light is reflecting off of the earth the earth's atmosphere the moon and the moon's atmosphere dude all so i know is that, shadows, not that playing black ops zombies when you play on the moon map yeah there's light <laughs> <laughs> that that's I, all i'm saying i can't disagree with that what else we got the fried film what's that, that and the sun's rays the moon's temperature is a toasty 280 degrees Fahrenheit. That's the hot. The film, among other things, would have melted. <laughs> no one was leaving bare film out on the hot lunar surface. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think that's a word. <laughs> the material was contained in protective container canisters. In addition, at the time the Apollo missions landed, they were either at lunar dawn or dusk. The temperature was more easily manageable. Yeah, it's NASA. They're going to figure out all this stuff before they get up there. Yeah, Just like, if it's too hot during a certain part of the day, they're not going to record or go out during that time. Yeah, but, like, more importantly, they're not even going to land there during that time. I imagine the moon landing was probably not that long of a actual trip. It's not like they stayed there for, like, days. It was probably, like, a couple of hours. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know that, but, like, I can't imagine that they would just be like, oh, we're living here for a while. I mean, if it was 280 degrees, I can't imagine it would have stayed. Yeah, it's 280 What What was the actual claim behind that? Like, the... It's just saying that the film, among other things, would have melted at 280 degrees. They would have had protective gear for that stuff, though. Yeah, that's what they're saying, that the material was contained in protective canisters. Also, at the same time, like, NASA can kind of figure this stuff out. Right? They they do have highly intelligent individuals working for them. Yeah. So, 
if it's too hot to go during a certain time, well, don't go to go. Isn't it kind of cool that Elon Musk works with NASA now? I mean, I think you kind of have to if you're going to be sending shit into space. Yeah, SpaceX. If you're the only other person sending shit into space besides people who make satellites, like, it's people who make satellites and throw them up there, NASA and Elon Musk. He kind of has to work with these people anyway because he's the only other player in the game. Actually, Jeff Bezos and Amazon are starting a satellite company. I forget what it's called, but it's going to be similar to SpaceX. Yeah, I mean, awesome, I guess. Yeah, more more satellites. More satellites that transmit, we don't know what. What else we got? Liquid water on the moon. To leave a footprint requires moisture in the soil, doesn't it? Well, there's been proven to be water there. Yeah, okay, I... I find that just to be completely silly. Um, this what, website, what does the science say? The website says not always. If you take some dry, fine-grained dust such as talcum powder and dump it out, it's easy to make tracks in it that hold their shape. I mean, yeah, the particles hold their positions due to the friction between them. That's... what? Science. You can leave footprints in the desert, right? Yeah, but there, there's moisture in the air. In our atmosphere, I don't know if there's moisture, but it says moisture in that in atmosphere. The soil, but you can leave things well, that's not. Besides soil, that, right? there's there's been like water found in the moon. But I'm talking about the desert. I'm just saying how silly of a claim this is because if you're in the desert and you take a giant boot print and you step on the ground and you pick it right back up, you're gonna find a boot print in the sand. It's not that big of a deal. I don't really know that moisture in the soil really matters when leaving footprints. It probably just ferments it more. It makes it more I mean, yeah, cemented. Probably, but, like, I don't think you need a little bit of water. I, I don't think that is good evidence to back That's up. <laughs> the Apollo landing was fade. What else? Death by meteor? <laughs> Wait, what? Space is filled with super-fast micro-meteors that would punch through the ship and kill the astronauts. Interesting. That's not the most far-fetched thing they've said. Yeah, I mean... What what is the science say? Uh? Space is a it, space is really amazingly big. Donald Trump wrote this. For <laughs> day, right? It's huge. Space it's space is the biggest. Maybe the biggest thing ever. While there are indeed an uncountable number of tiny pieces of debris traveling through the solar system at speeds in the neighborhood of about a measly one hundred twenty thousand miles per hour. <laughs> oh, measly. The volume of space keeps the density low. Like, yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. We also have to give credit where credit is due. Space Force is going to be really cool. I don't know if it is. You don't well, think well, so? What, Why what's, not? Their, what's their job? They're going to, like, force space, my dude. I think we should look that up here. So. <laughs> right? Because no, we, I, we, think we, it, I think it has a lot of potential. Like, I don't know we are know expanding past our own planet. So to have an enforcement agency in space that is led by the leaders of the free world, like I think that's an important thing to have. We should definitely look into what they actually do, but I would assume it's like similar to the other branches of the military where they do what the other branches of the military do. Yeah, but they but the other branches of the military act in the United States interest. And the number one interest of that is obviously to protect the United States and then to protect its allies. Well, yeah, I think I it's going to be similar to that. I just don't know why you need to go to space to do that. To protect our interests outside of our atmosphere. 
because we are going to towards a point in the future where we probably will see space exploration. Yeah, but we're not going to be there for a while. Like, we're not even going to get to Mars until, like, 2050. Yeah, but that that's the whole concept about, like, getting ahead of your opponents, I right? I mean, it's just such a vastly Trump idea. I think I, it's still important. I love it. He's like, we need space military like <laughs> space not, military i mean i, th- I, think, I think if there's I'm one thing he did that it, was important i think i think i could kind of come up with a semi reason you could do it and i guess it's if you come up with a space force and the space force is largely consistent of let's say satellites sure that could or even like it that's oh, we're gonna, what about we're gonna reference what? call of duty again you remember the odin missiles from Black Ops. I don't, but that sounds amazing. Basically, the concept is is that you just you have a satellite in space that holds however big titanium rod, and then you just drop it, and then the kinetic energy that comes from that rod. No, it's just a WMD. It wouldn't be a WMD per se, but it would be like a missile that you can just drop. Yeah, so like having a military base on the moon will protect American not, interests. Not, not necessarily on the moon. If you just go to the outer layer of the atmosphere and you just put a bunch of these potential, just whatever satellites can like help you do the things that you can do, it can be a quick response time because I think a satellite can get to pretty much anywhere in the world within like 20 minutes. I hear you, right. but, but how cool would it be to have a base on the moon? It would be cool, but like, do we need the military there? No, like that that could guns. be more of like a diplomatic type of thing. Like, it doesn't have to be specifically a military branch. Like, that could be a branch of, maybe not a branch, but that could be an organization similar to NASA, where they protect our interest in space exploration. Yeah, but it's like, I don't know if we need guns because we already have the International Space Station. That's yeah, no, I, I agree. It doesn't have to be... It is a military branch. I'm just, it probably shouldn't be a military I'm branch. I'm just thinking, like... should be something I mean, more similar to NASA. When you start landing on other Earthly bodies, then it becomes, like, cooperative effort. But if we're sure. going to talk about Space Force in just the United States, I imagine it probably doesn't go outside of just the atmosphere. What or do you like, imagine? Or, like, the, or the orbit of the Earth, probably. Well, we will get to Mars eventually. Yeah, but at that point, are we going to go the International Space Station route where we're all cooperatively doing this together? Hopefully. I just don't I don't see us going there and being like, this is ours, we come try to take it, we're going to use military force on Mars. No, I agree, we you shouldn't. Know? Like that, that should be a cooperative effort. That's like a humankind step opposed to like an American step. It might be led by our interest but it should be a cooperative effort what what else does a conspiracy theory say um where are the stars in all of the pictures and photos are there no stars yeah if you ever go back and look at that photo uh that footage uh there are no stars anywhere and if you see those old pictures of earth it literally just looks like earth being bathed in light on it like a black background yeah it does it looks like it was photoshopped but the thing is is like how you take pictures of stars even on earth is that you turn the camera to like really long exposure and then the light can then reach it the brightness this is claiming that the brightness of nearby objects would wash out the very faint light and the distance by these other stars Hmm. plus also at the same time if you're going to fake this moon landing don't you think you would put stars in the background 
if you're trying to make it look real. And that would make sense. So the yeah. fact that there are no stars there and there's like a reason for it, and even people who take pictures of the night sky know you can't just take a picture. You gotta like leave it in the exact same spot with the exposure running and just let it collect all the light it can for you to even get anything. Like, Interesting. So like just taking a picture on the moon with all that brightness of like not a whole lot of atmosphere, it's reflecting off the white and gray surface, like I mean that makes sense to me. You're not gonna see any stars and it's nineteen sixty nine and these cameras kinda suck. Yeah, they're kinda shit. So whatever. Is that all they got? Well, they had one more, but I skipped over it because it was stupid. What was it? It's the no crater at landing site um, theory. When the lunar excursion module, or the LEM, landed, its powerful engine didn't burrow a deep crater in the dusty surface. And the science said beneath the layer of dust, the moon is made of fairly dense packed rock. When the dust and loose dirt there was though was kicked up as a reference by the astronauts and captured in their landing films that's that that just made sense did you think the moon was just made of dust you idiots <laughs> like come on apparently it was also about the 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 big rover what's the big rover there's no way that big moon buggy they were driving could have fit into that little landing module the rover was cleverly constructed to be made out of very light materials and designed to fold up compactly, compactly, a real-life transformer. That made sense. Yeah. That's so dumb that you couldn't fit the rover. I, I think NASA could probably figure that one out. Also, if you can't fit it on the rover and you don't have people that are smart enough to fold up a car, which we know how to do that, obviously. Rovers aren't that hard to... You know, also, let, let's not pretend, like, in 1969, we didn't have technology that, like, the general public didn't know about that the government was using. You know? Oh, yeah, they, they're, they're, like, decades, decades ahead of what the public has access to or even knows about. And also saying that, you know, it couldn't have fit on that landing module, that doesn't mean that they couldn't have also just dropped it off. Yeah. I'm kind of upset that nobody raided Area 51, dude. I wanted to know what was there. I don't think you get to. Right I mean, they would have been clapped. They would have been like the U.S. Don, I think Donald tweeted that like if they tried that, they were gonna get like chopped down. No, yeah, of course. It, when you go after top secret things of the U.S. government, you're gonna get mowed down. Do you think the public deserves to know what we have there? Um, I think it's really interesting, like what would be in there. But theoretically, what's in there could break the human mind, the collective mind that we have, to the point where we just wouldn't be able to handle it. How so? What if we do have alien spacecrafts, let's say, that are in Area 51, and they are so fucking scary? Like, we have never seen anything like this. We don't even know what we're doing here in Area 51, trying to figure this out and, like, reverse engineer it. Uh, there was a guy who came on the Joe Rogan podcast at some point. I for, I totally forget what his name was, but he was like the guy who was making claims that he worked at Area 51 and he saw these machines that they were using and they were using like gravity to move around instead of actual combustible 
uh, fuel. I've never heard of anybody like who worked at Area 51. This dude was talking about he worked at Area 51 and was talking about the different things that he saw there and how he would bring friends out to like a small cliff to like watch it and stuff like that. And then like 40 years later. Did he seem legit? Well, no one thought he was legit. But then like, was 40, he legit? 40 years later, evidence like they started releasing things that could be declassified. Sure. And the things that he was talking about 40 years ago, 30 years ago, whenever it was, was all true. Wow. So it's like, oh, this guy probably did work there. So it's probably a safe bet to assume that, like, the stuff we have at Area 51 and the stuff the government has and knows about is decades ahead, if not more, of what the general public has access to or even comprehends to be in existence. Yeah, and the thing is... is I don't know if people could really know that there's a hyper-intelligent species out there that can kind of just, like, leave things lying around on Earth whenever they check it out. Uh, Do you think that aliens built the pyramids? No. No? Wouldn't that lend itself to that theory? The thing is, is that the pyramids serve no purpose other than human design. They were tombs. They were tombs. Yeah. So why would aliens be, build human tombs? Well, maybe they weren't tombs. Maybe they were used as tombs after they were found by humans. Maybe they were built for another purpose. I doubt you could excavate the inside of a pyramid the way that you would need to be. For no, maybe tombs. maybe it was like legitimately built like that. But like after the fact, like after it's built, I don't think you can build it like that. But then why would aliens build it like that? I don't know. And also, why do we get no sign that aliens built this? And all the signs that Egyptians built this. Because on all, like, the past, like, on the walls, there's writing and hieroglyphics, and the things that are in the tomb are purely Egyptian. Like, there's nothing there that says this was built by aliens, other than the fact that they're humongous. And we can't really see how humans could build Yeah, that. it's hard to comprehend how, like, back then, humans were capable of doing that with the technology that they had. But, like, not really. There's also, also like, factual evidence that, like, points to the fact that slaves were used to build those pyramids in, like, the tens of thousands and uh, hundreds of thousands. Yeah. So, you're, so, I also know that Egyptians weren't also as hard on slaves as everyone thought that they were. Sure. They weren't, like, they certainly weren't America level with their slaves. Well, I don't, I don't think anybody was America level. But the thing is, is that the Egyptians were also super smart for their time, and they would not undertake that process without patenting it They out. had debatably but the I greatest s- civilization of all time. Maybe debatably. after the Roman Empire. Debatably. And also, I watched a video on how the pyramids could actually be built, and I think their whole theory was that you always do it near a river, so you can always get, like, your water. They mainly pretty much only eat, like, protein. For some reason, Egyptians really love their animal proteins. So if you're going to be a slave or a mason or a designer who's going to help build this thing and you're eating meat all the time, it's not a a far-fetched idea that you're going to be really strong. If you're eating mostly protein... And lifting heavy-ass rocks all day. Really heavy-ass rocks. And it's not like they're doing it themselves. They would put, like, logs down on this path. They would, like, make a path through the sand or, like, whatever the... The area, sure. Whatever the environment was at the time. I, I know Egypt has not always been, like, the desert that it currently is. But they would, like, lay down a path, and then they would lay down a bunch of logs, logs big enough to get the limestone out, 
and then they would put it on a platform on the logs, and then they would just roll it, and then they would have people just take a log from the back, put it in the front, and then they yeah, would yeah, just yeah. keep going. Like yeah, yeah, no, no. They definitely had devices to do it. Is There's just a long-standing conspiracy theory that the aliens made it. Yeah, I just think saying that aliens made it, you'd have to ask yourself why, and everything about the pyramids seemed to be just by human design. Plus, we you also have to consider that they're made for tombs for the pharaoh and his immediate family and the pharaoh is supposed to be the human like the human equivalent to like ra the sun god they thought divinely like what is the word that i'm looking for a demigod no not the demigod like the bridge incantation what is it not incantation i don't even know what that word means my dude it's just like Ra has chosen to be a human and he is the pharaoh. And that's why he is the pharaoh. Like he possessed that body. Not that he possessed it, but that is Ra. Okay, that is the human form of Ra. The human form of Ra, kind of like this is Jesus. He is the son of God, but in human flesh. Just take God and Jesus Is out that of what it. that was? Yeah, because like the whole point of like the Holy Trinity is that there's the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. But they're all the same thing, but they're different iterations i was looking for iterations they're different iterations of the same being okay so god is the father the holy spirit is like what helps you to believe and like helps you in your day-to-day life and jesus is the son of god in the way to heaven so if you just take all that out of it the pharaoh was thought to be ra's iteration on earth and the people who would be Pharaoh... You would build a tomb, like a pyramid for him. This is the sun god. Yeah. He deserves the best. The best. And they took a long time to make. So these pharaohs, if they didn't have a tomb that was set up for them, um, like, they would set up this tomb, but then they would also set up other tombs, because they took Mm -hmm. so long to make. So really, you are not... When you say that you're going to build... A pyramid for you in your tomb you're not you're gonna be in the tomb that two or three pharaohs ago started building they constructed the, those the next sure pharaoh, and sure. then if you want to start a pyramid that's not gonna be for you it's gonna be for someone else no that made sense that makes sense even the aztecs had pyramids like it wasn't necessarily like, a it's not, yeah, it's not hard, a hard concept th- it's it's a triangle type yeah it's just it's a, a pyramid, pyramid. You just put blocks in the shape that blocks want to go in you're going to have scaffolding and you're going to have people willing or not willing that are going to build it for you. So it's not that hard of a concept to think that the pyramids aren't real. Sure. Well, do you think Bigfoot is real? I think Bigfoot probably was real. I doubt that it probably still. Oh, do you think he was like a transitionary evolution? Well, type um, being look up giganto giganto pithecus. Tell me you believe in this dude. (laughs) How do you even spell that? Giganto. G I G A G A N Oh, this then? Yeah, the Gigantopithecus. That is ginormous, dude. It just looks like a humongous, like, orangutan. It is an extinct genus of ape from the early to middle blank period of southern China. Interesting. This thing is ginormous. It's ginormous, and I think they found some. Oh my god! I think they found some in the United States. That, that like, is terrifying. It was like living at the same time as humans. 
at one point, but like way back in the day. So I imagine that Bigfoot probably was. You know what this looks like, dude? You're not going to know. This is like an anime show called um, Attack on Titan or Attack of Titan. And like, this is what they look like. That is terrifying. I don't think that's what they look like. I know what the Titans look like in Attack on Titan. And don't they look like. You know what the Beast Titan is? I don't, but he, don't they he, just he's look like a bunch of yeah, they're like gigantic no people. But like, there's one specific one called the Beast Titan that looks just like this. Gotcha. That is terrifying. Don't, don't the Titans also run like super weird. Yeah, they are. They are something else, my dude. Something else. So you think Big? So yeah, maybe that's what Bigfoot was based off of. I'm pretty sure like Bigfoot probably used to be a thing, and then it was probably hunted to extinction a long, long time ago. And it's not far-fetched to think that if it has any level of, like, intelligence, that it would probably stay away from humans. Yeah, I would assume so. That's probably not that hard to do, but today it's probably a little bit harder to do. Well, humans take up so much space. Yeah, but we also have, like, satellites and things like that. Yeah, you would would be able to find it, most likely. Yeah, I don't think, especially with how many people believe in Bigfoot and go looking for it, like there's no way that you well th- this says right water. here that there was over 2,000 sightings in Washington State Washington State would be a good place to stay if you were Bigfoot Canada and Washington State yeah. would be a pretty good place for it just be bit chilling out in nature also by the way where did it say Giganto Gigantopithecus was from South China from South China like Southeastern Asia but you remember the land bridge that allowed humans Pangea. to get over here? In the oh, yeah, Russia. In Russia the, from Alaska. Russia to Alaska. Yeah. That eventually filled up with water so you couldn't get back across. If you're starting at South China and the land bridge is still there, it's not a far fetch that you would migrate over to like the next Yeah, absolutely. No, I agree. All right, what do you think about the Loch Ness Monster? Dude, like, does anyone <laughs> care about the Loch Ness Monster? Do we really think there's a giant sea creature in this lake in England? I don't. I think it's Scotland. Scotland. That's right. Yeah. It's not England. It's Scotland. Let's see but what like, else Okay, we do we really think there's a giant monster that we have not been able to detect except for a few pictures? I mean, you just say that about Bigfoot. I mean, not really, because all these pictures that we get of the Loch Ness Monster, it's, it's up above the water, right? Yeah. So does it need to breathe or does it not need to breathe? Why is it up on top of the water to begin with, right? What do you think about that? Wouldn't the... we already see it again? Yeah, most likely. It's probably not a thing. It's probably, it's probably just some like somebody who got scared. And that's what I think about like most people that see things is like they take something that was real. Like they probably saw a big snake or something. I don't you know. That, and they kind of twist it and like mouth to mouth it always turns a little bit more twisted and then you get something that becomes concrete because it's so like it sounds so amazing. Yeah, and I also get the idea I mean, like, catfish can grow up to be, like, 200... Ginormous, yeah. So it's things that live in freshwater can get humongous, and if there's just something that has not been killed, but it can get really big, and it's in that lake, Mm -hmm. one, I think, A, we would probably already know about it, and two, it's also, like, it's probably not a monster. It's not, like, a prehistoric dinosaur that's just living around in this lake. Could you imagine... That'd be pretty cool. I mean, it'd be cool, and also at the same time, I'd have a lot of questions. Yeah, absolutely. All right, so I was actually just learning this. Do you think the Wayfair conspiracies are true? Do you know what the Wayfair conspiracies are? I do. You want to 
like to speak about that so anybody who doesn't know so gets a little bit of knowledge? I, I think a couple of months ago there was a thing going around on Twitter that Wayfair oh, oh shit. Oh, three, two, one. Alright, so will you explain the Wayfair conspiracy to people that don't know about it? So I guess it was maybe a month or so ago on Twitter, people started putting up screenshots of Wayfair of the Wayfair website, which is a furniture company, if I like know that right. Mm-hmm. And it's all these cabinets and dresser drawers and everything else that should not be going for the price that they are going to. Yeah, like tens of thousands of dollars. Tens of thousands of dollars, and it's these pieces of furniture are not nice enough to be worth this amount. Well, the the big issue is that they sell a lot of their products to ICE. They do sell a lot of their products to ICE, and which kind of comes into con- the whole conspiracy theory is that Wayfair is in bed with the government or with ICE, and they are human trafficking people. Yeah, because there have been people disappearing from ICE camps. There have been people disappearing from ice camps, and also they are putting up screenshots of the dressers or cabinets that would be big enough to fit a person, theoretically, and they're naming them. Like they're literally names. names like Elizabeth or Tom, like cabinet. See, like, but it's but it's not even that. They people pulled up specific articles of people going missing. And it's their exact name, and their names are not, like, Elizabeth and Tom. Like, they're very unique names. And sure. And it would be very weird for a company to sell different versions of the same product for thousands of dollars. With different names. With different names and of names of people that went missing. Yeah, they're, like, human names. It's weird. And they totally, I don't know if they debunked it, but, like, obviously Wayfair came out and said, this isn't true. We don't do this. Like, we're just a furniture company. Yeah, but... Did they ever provide an explanation for the things that we were seeing, or did they just say it's not true? I'm looking at Rolling Stones right now, and it's it doesn't look like they really gave an explanation more than, like, we just don't do that. Like, that is taken way out of context. Like, we do do work with ICE, and, like, they do buy products for us, but, like, that's not, that's not because of a child sex trafficking ring. That's all they really said about the matter. And then it kind of died. Like, it was really big on TikTok. And it was all over the news for, like, a week. And it was big on Twitter. And then it kind of just died down. But, like, what's the easiest way to get heat off you? Money. Not necessarily money. But, like, in news cycles, we saw... Report something else. I mean, yeah, we also saw it for four years with President Trump. That if they're mad about one thing, simply don't apologize for it and say it's false... And then we can't really argue with you because you say it's false and you didn't apologize for it. And if you just don't spend any time on it and you just say, this is false, this is a crazy claim, we're a also, company, and then people will be like, oh, well. Also, according to this news document, the conspiracy theory was started by QAnon supporters, which oh, so it's that's, that's a bad basis. So it's fake. <laughs> if we have All any right. uh, QAnon supporters as fans... Don't don't be our fan. <laughs> that's that's all I have to say about that. Um, let let's move on from that. Do you think that there are government secrets in Mount Rushmore, just like a national treasure? No, <laughs> no, you don't. No. Okay, so here's the thing: 
these monuments are very important to America, right? I, I yeah, I mean they have some of our greatest presidents. So they need to be maintained. Absolutely. So whatever chamber is behind Mount Rushmore is probably just like maintaining equipment and someone there just to make sure no one's like messing with. Well, things. according to this, there's a hidden chamber behind Lincoln's head. The sculptor created an eighteen foot door. That's ginormous behind the landmark that leads to an open room that is 74 feet long and 35 feet high. And it is intended to place America's prized possessions in that room. I feel like that would be a really bad place to put America's prized possessions. Like, that's kind of obvious. One, that's that's a bad place to put it. Two, if you were making that kind of national monument of Mount Rushmore, um... And you just have that kind of ego and hubris that this is going to be the greatest scope, like sculpture that America has. I can see that the creator would say, oh, government, you can put your biggest and best secrets here. And the government would be like, well, maybe we can just use it for like maintaining. This. Yeah, it also says that that is the room that the U.S. Constitution and Declaration of Independence is kept in, according to this theory. I find that hard to believe. I, I feel like those that. things are like heavily secured. They have to be heavily secured, and there's no way you would put them in South Dakota, right? Isn't there, like, I, infinitely I better, reason, like, places? This this conspiracy play? theory is also based off of National Treasure, Book of Secrets. Okay, well, National <laughs> Treasure is a fictional movie. Dude, I would not doubt Nick Cage. Would you? Uh, you know, Nick Cage has done some questionable things. <laughs> he so definitely has. He deserves some scrutiny. He definitely has. Plus, he also didn't make that movie. Oh, what about this one? Some people in Idaho say the government is poisoning them with chemicals. What's the basis? What's it say? Um, Some people in Idaho believe the state is subject to government experimentation. Oh, chemtrails. Yeah, 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 yeah. Streets in the sky (sighs) that are supposedly leftover chemicals and poisoning the people. I don't know. I feel like there's no basis for that. Listen. When they literally gave planes, a picture of, like, an airplane trail. When planes fly in the air, they give off exhaust. And that's, the, that's And the trails that you see that are being left behind is the condensation that an airplane creates as it goes throughout the atmosphere, creating small little clouds. So when you see a trail, that doesn't mean they're releasing gas that goes up in there. Every plane has a trail, but it's because of the clouds that get left behind. Now, if we're going to talk about the exhaust that comes out of planes... Is that dangerous to you? Well, yeah, maybe you might have a point there. But what would be the point of just littering the people below you with chemicals? What's the point? What are you trying to do? Are you trying to make them sick? Are you trying to get them to be under mind-controlling substances? I doubt it. You know, planes are what they are. I don't think anybody would truly crop dust a population of people with anything. But also, maybe I don't know anything. But I just don't know. I also feel like, and this doesn't go for the majority of people from, like, Idaho, but, like, there's probably select, like, small minority groups of people in, like, northern Midwest states that, like, don't know what the fuck is going on in the rest of the world. Also, like, do they really have anything else going on there? Or are they what, just, in Idaho? Like, are they just bored out of their minds from farming potatoes all day that they're like, ah, uh, fuck. Look at the trails in the sky. Like, <laughs> I got nothing else to do. Do you know who Jimmy Hoffa is? I don't. You don't. So he was in, like, the 60s and 70s. 
he rose to I don't he he basically rose to fame and power as one of the biggest union labor leaders in the United States and he disappeared in 1975. I don't there's a Netflix movie called The Irishman. I don't know if you've seen it. Great movie, highly recommend. Um where it like explains how the mafia took him out, but that's never been confirmed. Um why would the mafia take him? Because, so according to this, um, he was a driven labor leader who devoted his life to advocating for workers' rights, blah, blah, blah. Um, He worked his way up through the International Brotherhood of Teamsters, which was a powerful union at the time, and he became president of the union. Secretly, however, he was making deals with the local mob and was caught. When he was released from jail, he disappeared from a restaurant in Detroit. Oh, okay, so he did get whacked by the mob. It says many believed he was the victim of a mafia hit. But a body was never found. Okay. Well, he probably got whacked. Probably got whacked. Probably got whacked. Well, I think of UFO either, sightings. Either probably. that, or he sold out mob members and went into witness protection. Maybe. That's also a maybe because the government really cracked down hard because on the mafia if, at some point. Because if he if he gets released from jail, I would I would be very interested to see if he served his full term or if he got out on like parole or got out earlier than what he was sentenced because he could have cut a deal after the fact or before the fact. Yeah. And then gets placed immediately in witness protection. Do you think that we are in a simulation? Is that a conspiracy theory or is that like philosophy? I think it's both. It's not like, oh, the earth is flat. It's more like there's some grounding and evidence like for the fact that we could be in a simulation for example like all dna which is like the basis of where all life comes from on earth is written with the same four nucleotides right which is basically a code like that's what it is it's at the simplest level it's coding so like there have been people that have said that dna is just coding for life on Earth, and therefore we're just in a like computer simulation because it's just code. I think that's pretty dumb. I think that's an excellent proponent of evolution. That an organism back in the day figured out how to replicate itself for the first time ever, and it used these four nucleotides, and everything else that evolves off of that would also use those same four n- nucleotides. I yes. I don't necessarily think that's a simulation. I just think that's how life on Earth began, and that's how life on Earth is. Well, that is definitely how life on Earth began and is currently. But, like, the whole thought process behind it is that because that's how it began, because of that is still the way that it is, we are in a Matrix-type simulation all with the same little basis from your small little cells and your four nucleotides that runs all of it. I get that, but one, I just feel like that's silly. And two, what would be the point of a simulation? Everything that we got going on here today, what would be the point of running a simulation of it? It's just a side project for some nerd in his science fair at high school. Yeah, I doubt it. Most likely not. All right, what do you think about Slender Man? The the creepy pasta. Is that what they call him? Well, creepy pastas are a thing. What's creepy pasta? A creepy pasta, like it all starts on Reddit. And Everything starts on Reddit. Well, Reddit's a weird place to begin with. 
but <laughs> you don't say it's a little weird but um basically creepy pastas are just like made up things made up stories or made up creatures sure and the whole thing is that they just add like lore to this creature have you ever heard of the, the like, story of those three girls that murdered so there was three girls. No, yeah, they murdered someone. And they murdered one of the three, like two of the girls murdered one of the other girls yeah, because also, they were following orders from the Slenderman. They were also 13. So yes, they were. They were heavily influenced by the, inter- the internet. Dera- yeah, they're just deranged 13-year-olds. But have you ever heard of the SCP Foundation? No. So if you, if you could, just look up the SCP Foundation. SC- and the SCP. The SCP Foundation is basically like the world's most ongoing creepypasta. Basically, it's just like a made-up world where it's a... What is this? It's just... Secure, contained, protect. So actually, the SCP Foundation as a website and as a construct is just a bunch of people who add to lures of different anomalies that happen oh. and then the scp foundation is just supposed to be like the worldwide organization that contains these anomalies so that life on earth either doesn't so end how or people don't know wikipedia about it. defines this is the scp foundation is a fictional organization documented by the web-based collaborative fiction project of the same name blah 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 it is responsible for locating and containing individuals entities locations and objects that violate natural law yeah, so it's just, but it's literally just a lore book of just made up things that are cool to think about and kind of scary to think about if they were to be a real thing, and creepypastas just fall into that category. The SCP Foundation is just like the most known creepypasta, and it's also the biggest. But like things like Slenderman and like Jeff the Killer, they fall into like the same. category. What is Jeff the Killer? It's just it's another creepypasta that I don't really you know pay attention to but it's just it's just things that we all thought were fun back in like 2012 i guess to that like, would that be like bloody mary yeah kind of i mean the whole thing about bloody mary is that you like put yourself in a bathroom turn off the light like you say bloody mary you turn off the lights you say it again you turn them back on you say it again you turn them off and then when you turn it on supposedly she's gonna be in there with you that's how you summon her doesn't she kill you I think that's, like, the gist of it. But, again, that's just, like, a folktale creepypasta. Mm-hmm. There's there's no basis to any of it. I'll do it right now. Nothing's going to happen. Please don't do it right now. That shit freaks me out. I don't even believe in ghosts and all that. But, like, <laughs> there's certain stuff that, like, just spooks the fuck out of me, dude. No, dude. Dude, anybody, somebody, like, goes to do Bloody Mary, I'm like, all right, I'll see you, <laughs> I'll see you next time. I'm gone. You want to tell people about the ghost town of Lake Lanier? The ghost town of Lake Lanier yeah, or just you, Lake Lanier? Well, apparently there's a ghost town of Lake Lanier, but why don't you give a little bit of background about Lake Lanier for people that aren't from Georgia? Because okay. everybody in Georgia knows about Lake Lanier. Yeah, but not everybody agrees about Lake Lanier, but I'm going to set it straight right now. I'm going to look straight into the camera. Don't go there. <laughs> don't swim in it. People will just go under the water having a great time and then just never come back up. And it's happened countless times. So... Don't go there and don't swim. So th- this is actual. This is actually factual because this is like I'm reading this on a conspiracy theory site, but I've heard this from a lot of other people. Are you fucking kidding me? Pause. So basically, 
this is on the website, the conspiracy theory website of on right now. But I've heard other people talk about this, and it, I think there's actually some backing to it. So at the bottom of Lake Lanier, there is a fully intact town, ferries, racetrack, churches, and whatnot. And it was a town that used to be there that was just covered by a lake. So people believe that there are ghosts down there that grab people when they swim in Lake Lanier. Okay, that's dumb. <laughs> but two, um, there's probably a way more scientific explanation for what's happening in Lake Lanier. What do you think it is? I don't really know what it is. Like currents and stuff? Probably currents, probably undertow something. I mean, it's a pretty big lake, so water acts differently once you actually get underneath the surface of it. Sure. Like, it's a whole different ball game down there. I think, at the end of the day, if people go missing because they go under the water and then don't come back up and they are presumed dead within, like, the hour, don't go there. Don't swim in it. It's not that big of a deal. I don't think it's, like, any kind of, like, ghost town or spirits coming up to grab your ankle and then, like, pull you down. Mm-hmm. That doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. It could also be, like, catfish or, like, other – there could be, like, bull sharks in there, like – it, it doesn't have to be a ghost. There are, like, yeah. definitely explanations See, for what's going even, on. Even then, I doubt it's, like, a creature's work because then there would be blood in the water. It would consume you, mm-hmm. and then there would be blood in the water because you're not going to consume every last drop of blood and know there's not some Loch Ness-type monster in Lake Lanier that's just going to swallow you whole. Maybe the Loch Ness monster is from Lake Lanier. I doubt it. No. So then how did it get to Scotland? Time travel. I, I don't think time travel puts you in a different spot on earth it would just put you at different points of time in that lake anyway (laughs) besides all that the thing is is that there's probably a scientific explanation for what's happening in lake lanier but what you need to know is don't go there don't swim in it people go in there they go under the water and they die it's not going to be ghosts because that's silly but people do die there and it's crazy, and it's mysterious, but just don't go swimming in it, and you'll be fine. And let's not chalk it up to ghosts and spirits of the underground town, the underwater town that may or may not be there, and chalk it up to that. It's not haunted, it's just this lake is dangerous for a number of reasons, and even though we don't know what those reasons are, let's not bounce to the supernatural for it. There's probably some very specific scientific explanation of why you shouldn't go swimming in it, but it's not going to be a humongous beast that swallows you whole, and it's not going to be a demon town that's grabbing you by the ankles and pulling you down. That's a very, like, I think it's like a great wives' tale and, like, folklore, but just don't go there. That's really, at the end of the day, you can go there and visit, you can put your feet in, but certainly don't go waist-deep or put the rest of your body in there and just start swimming around like everything's fine. It's not fine at Lake Lanier. All right. Well, you heard it from Des first. We're coming up on an hour now, so we're going to close it up. Thank you for coming on to The Degenerate Take with Des and Matt, and we'll catch you all next time. Peace.